Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The CEO of the Analifi project was in Limerick recently talking about how the demand for their drug addiction services has surged, particularly in the area of crack cocaine. Sinn Féin TD Morris Quinlevin and Michael Geeran, who is a counsellor at the Addiction Treatment Centre at Coonwira in Brewery in Limerick, uh, were reacting to that. The actual numbers of, of crack pipes that were given out in Limerick was double the numbers of crack pipes that were given out in Dublin. Now, if you consider the population of Dublin compared to Limerick, that's an incredible statistic. And I, I wouldn't be surprised, now, I, I, my, my own constituency office is in the core city centre, and we see drug, um, drug taking on a daily basis, and we see the paraphernalia from that every single day. Crack cocaine, from my understanding, is the most addictive drug there is. Um, once you're on that, you're in trouble, and that's why, you know, the, that's why the people, the gang in Limerick, who particularly targeted uh, the most vulnerable people who were using heroin onto crack cocaine and they've done that because they knew they'd have a simple market, um, they knew they'd have uh, repeat customers and it's, it's really incredible what's going on, um, the, the amount of, of drug dealing and drug taking. Uh, there's a whole lot of uh, outcomes of people taking crack cocaine and one is the, the effect on communities where it's been bought from. So you have some communities that you know feel totally abandoned, people, older people especially, um, morning, noon and night, 24-7, drug dealing, there's one or two properties across the across the city that are open 24/7, and the guardy will tell you this themselves. In fairness, the guardy they've done they've done a good job on what they can do. We have to come back to the whole issue of why people are taking crack cocaine or why people are drugs, and we don't have the resources, we don't have the funding for the community groups that the fantastic community groups across Limerick like Anna Liffey, Novus, and the North Star Drugs Project. You know the HSC Drug and Alcohol. All, all their funding has been cut or not reinstalled since the crash in 2010, and. They're dealing with an increased number of people who are presenting and it's having a huge effect across families, communities um, it's just devastating I've never seen it so bad and, and, really? and You've never seen it so bad? I've never ever seen anything like the scale of what's happening in the last couple of months especially and I think people have seen it themselves, I've said this before but people will, because we don't, we don't, Marcia, I mean, obviously we don't want to frighten people but I mean you have been working on the ground and not only as a TD but long before it and for you to say that over the last eight weeks or so it's the worst you have ever seen in Limerick. Yeah, it's the worst I've ever seen. I would say that now for the last year, now, in fairness. Um, and I, I've said that in the doll, I've said it repeatedly to the town, I said to the Taoiseach, I've said it both publicly and privately to both of them and to the Minister for, for Health, or the Minister for Justice and the Minister for Drugs, you know, that we have a unique problem in, in going on in Limerick. It needs to be tackled, the resources need to go in, and they haven't done that today. The two things, really, that are concerning us at the moment is the extremely high level of powder cocaine use amongst the wider community, both urban and rural and the emergence of crack cocaine as a substance of interest in the Limerick area over the past maybe 18 months or that way. The numbers are very high and we have every reason to be concerned on foot of what Annalise have reported in terms of the vast number of paraphernalia that they have given out to people who are using crack cocaine. It's very, very concerning because crack cocaine in the grander scheme of drug taking is probably as equal to anything and in terms of addictive potential is probably above everything. Cocaine consumption, generally speaking, tracks economic activity. And we had what we thought 
was a spike in cocaine use during the Celtic Tiger era. That was nothing in comparison to the way in which cocaine has taken off at a national level since the fortunes of the economy improved post-recession or post-financial the breakdown. And it's literally the case now that cocaine is to be found in every town and village within Limerick County and beyond in every county in Ireland in actual fact. And we really have no idea of the scale of the cocaine problem as it stands at the moment. That's Michael Gearan from Coonwira in Brewery in Limerick and Sinn Féin TD for Limerick City, Morris Quinlevin as well. We're also joined on the line now by Kieran Carey, very well known of course as a former Limerick hurler. He is a counsellor who specialises in addiction and uh, you're welcome, uh, Kieran. Good morning to you. Good morning, Joe. Who's the farm? Good. Now, I, I, I know in ways it might be easier for you to do your business on this one in private and, and not speak up about it, but you have been, which I presume is an indication of how worried you are. Yeah, and, and, and listen to your two speakers there, you know, both of them, are, you know, they weren't telling lies. And, and I suppose the big one for me and my experience really is, I suppose, the demand for cocaine. You know, I suppose it was always there and there might have been a train of thought out there that is probably a rock star drug and anybody who's driving a Lamborghini could be taking it. But, you know, it's in every little village and definitely the last 12 months it has gone to a level where I have never seen it before. The thing is that it's become, you feel, close to accepted that, you know, people are prepared to take it reasonably openly. Yeah, and I suppose you could throw the word in their job, probably trying to normalise it, for want of a better word. And I suppose anyone who dabbles with it, whether it's 17, 18, 19, okay, and I suppose the big one here is if they stay dabbling and continue to take cocaine for the next four or five years, it's then the serious consequences kicks into play. It's a destroyer of families. And, you know, I heard you saying there a while ago, you don't want to frighten your listeners but I'll be honest, Joe, I have last count the amount of people that I know who have died from addiction in general with from cocaine and alcohol. You know, it's, it's gone through the roof definitely in the last 12 months. And, I'm, you know, I, I'm calculated here with the words that I'm using. I don't want to frighten people, but, you know, people need to know the scale of the cocaine use presently at the moment, not only in Ireland, but further afield. And Kieran, because there would be, I suppose, two types of people. There'd be people who, you know, are out there socialising and might be reasonably aware of this. There are probably list- people listening to us this morning who don't really understand how cocaine has risen to the level that you're talking about. No, and I, I actually said it last week, Joe, you know, it could be it could be your brother, it could be your sister, it could be your uncle, your aunt, your mother, your father your neighbour, your cousin, your colleague in the field. Take your pick. And I could I could even develop that even a bit further. You know, and, and I suppose it's trying to... And, and, and to be fair, it's getting a lot of traction and it's getting a lot of airtime for the last number of weeks. But I suppose you have projects out there, you have treatment centres, you have my move out there. That's fine. But I suppose the one thing that hasn't been tackled really is, I, I suppose, the supply of it and how it's getting into the country. And I suppose that also needs to be tackled tackled also and, and that isn't getting much airtime and that that'd be a big concern a big concern for me Joe. I mean I, I know there's cocaine, there's there's crack cocaine um, as well. You heard Morris Quinlevin talking about that there. And and we know I was saying this on the show a couple of weeks when we was talking to Morris that you know the American experience of crack cocaine is really the devastation of entire communities, isn't it? 
Yeah, without a doubt. And, you know, and I suppose the one person that comes to mind of me when I hear about crack cocaine is Whitney Houston, because I think she died of an, o- an OD on that. Yeah, it's very strong in America and has been for the last 20 years. But, you know, the trend in America, eventually it hits our small little country. It might take 5, 10, 15 or 20 years, but eventually it kicks in. And, okay, another big talk is crack cocaine, which will control weed, alcohol and gambling all into that, Joe. I suppose about 15 years ago, Joe, I suppose anyone who came into treatment for for uh, alcohol, you know, you'd be talking the range of 19 up to about 35. Anyone who enters a residential treatment centre in that age bracket now, you can be sure, Joe, gone are the days it's only alcohol. He'll have cocaine and alcohol or else it'll be cocaine or else it'll be alcohol and gambling or else it will be cross-addicted with the three addictions. So that's that's how far it's after coming in the last 15 years. But if I had to pick a drug presently out there at the moment, that's probably kidnapping us nice and quietly and sneakily is the cocaine. Right, we're trying to Kieran Carey about this cocaine issue. And is there a misperception among some people that cocaine is a largely harmless drug, that it's the kind of thing you can take socially on a Friday or Saturday night and still carry on with your life? Yeah, without a doubt, Joe, that has always been there. But I suppose that mentality and frame of mind is very strong now. And, and, and I suppose that frame of mind psychologically actually really is at play with the person who's probably functioning and only taking it to weekends. But I'm of the belief in my experience, even if you're taking it to weekends, addiction by nature is a progressive disease and it does get worse the longer you take it. But, but that person that's even saying, you know, it's only the weekends, if he says taking it long enough and often enough, Joe, it'll probably go from weekends to midweek. And inevitably, if he stays it long enough, taking it probably into his bedroom. Really? And do you think, Kieran, that people who take it in their minds socially just don't see a connection between it and what might ultimately, ultimately happen, unfortunately, on a street somewhere, which is someone ends up with a bullet in their head? Oh, George, sure. That's a given. That's the last thing in their head. And, you know, there's a thin line from taking it and functioning in the weekend compared to the misfortune that's outside cranks with a cup. You know, that can happen very easy in the space of 10 years because, as I say, you know, there's devastation in the number of years, you know, because it isn't a, tre- a cheap drug. It's a dear no drug. It's an expensive drug. And if you take it long enough and often enough, it is going to have serious consequences at home, whether you're married or have a girlfriend or at, at your, 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 your work of employment. And, and then it could go to another level. You might have the money to pay back to drug dealers. And then they come calling and then you have a total mess. And I suppose, to answer your question, when anyone who's dabbling at cocaine at the early stages, the last thing in their head, of course, they're going to be telling yourself, well, you know, I'm not like John Joe or I'm not like Finbar. Uh, you know, disease by nature, addiction, Joe, will tell you you haven't got it and it'll be okay and it'll be different the next time. That's the frame of mind and the mentality of the person who is actually engaging and taking part in the addiction. Okay. So, Kieran Carey, I mean, what needs to be done? What are the steps that need to be taken here? Now, you know, I, I'm working in a residential setting, Coonbar and Brewery, and, you know, I, I've got a you know, good few colleagues out in the treatment centres, and I suppose... The demand is so huge and big for the treatment. You know, we'd love to take them all, but, you know, we just haven't got the beds. And myself and my colleague, Dr. James Canan, he's also a, a counsellor 
an addiction counsellor in Ashiree in Tipperary, and not only that, he lectures in addiction with ICAS. And, you know, we hooked up seven or eight months ago, Joe, we started our own little project, My Move Counselling and Addiction Services. And I suppose we're tweaking and changing in accordance to the demand, to the phone calls, and, and I suppose to families who are crying out for help. And we rolled out there recently uh, an outpatient uh, programme, and effectively what it is, Joe, it's a residential treatment centre in the community. You know, and I suppose that will take a small bit of heat off of residential treatment centres. But I suppose, Joe, to answer the question you asked me, you're looking at educational young people. And I've done a few little workshops from time to time in various schools with third years or fifth years or fourth years. And I suppose anyone going in doing a workshop in a secondary school, you should be taking the whole school. That's number one. And I suppose I don't want to frighten your listeners. I suppose educating them when they're at sixth class would be a great start, believe it or not, because they're taking it that young job, whether it's dabbling at a bit of weed or a bit of coke, they tend to try it at sixth class or first year from time to time. Right, so finally, Kiran, to parents listening this morning, would you recommend that they have you know, a straight-up and honest conversation with their young uh, son or daughter, you know, from early teens and, and maybe on a pretty regular basis about this sort of thing? Yeah, Joe, without a doubt, possibly my own opinion again, you know, the greatest schooling that you are going to give your own kids is at home in your own castle with open, transparency, congruent and loving conversations about exactly what we're talking about here, Joe. That's the probably, that's really where the foundation has to be poured within your own house. Well, listen, we don't want people certainly sticking their heads in the sand about this, which is why uh, we have talked about it a bit over the last few weeks. And definitely it's a worry. I mean, among leaders in the community, we're hearing a lot about it, about cocaine and crack cocaine particularly. And do not imagine, unfortunately, that it, it may not come to your door if it hasn't already. Well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us. Kieran Carey, former Limerick Hurler, of course, and counsellor who specialises in addiction. Call Limerick today now on 461995.